0: This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast.
1: The scoreline is really the first place to start. Spain 6,
0: Germany 0. Mental, Rob. Not really a scoreline
1: that you would ever... That's like something from a parallel universe.
0: It is. I mean, it's Germany's biggest ever competitive defeat, you've got to go back I think to 1931 when Germany were beaten by their near neighbours Austria their neighbours Austria I think it was a 6-0 defeat on that occasion that was a friendly though, when it comes to competitive action, Germany Germany Rob, when you think of a team that should never lose, you probably think Italy Italy don't lose matches 6-0 and Germany don't lose matches 6-0, well they did last night and it was, a, it could have been more in actual fact, Spain ran roughshod over shaft last night and there's a lot of questions that need to be answered for Germany today
1: You're looking at two teams that chronically underperformed in the last World Cup Spain being knocked out I think on penalties by Russia, Germany knocked out for the first time I think ever stage. in the group stages, lost to South Korea I remember of all teams we which is just, it. again it's just not something that you ever see Germany do so I think the sheen has gone off germany in terms of the international kind of well 2014 world champions and and they've definitely they passed their sell-by date under their current well, manager, Jurchim Lowe, who's been in charge since 2006. I mean, that 14 is... 14 years. That is astonishing. Yeah. That is Arsene Wenger-esque. That is Alex Ferguson-esque territory. It is. For a national team yeah. coach where generally the recycling is even more. Uh, you know, it's usually cycles of two to four years
0: with managers. I'm staggered. He was allowed to keep his job after the, the debacle that was 2018 World Cup. Yeah. We know the, 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 I guess, the steps that Yogi Love and, and Oliver Bierhoff and the rest of the technical team took. Yogi Love won the battle. He said, OK, we'll take it in a different direction. I don't want Jerome Boateng. I don't want Tommy Muller. I don't want Mesut Ozil. They were jettisoned and it was supposed to be this new Germany. Well, saw Mesut's tweet, yes, time to did. bring back Jerome Boateng. Absolutely. I mean, you go through the side, and, and for those of you that think, wow, 6-0, that is a scoreline. Germany must have put out a weak side. Manuel Neuer in goals. Matthias Ginter, Nicolas Sule, Robin Koch and Philipp Max. Ginter, Borussia, Mönchengladbach, Sule, Bayern, Koch, Leeds, Max now at PSV Eindhoven, I think it is. Midfield three, Tony Cruz of Real Madrid, Elke Gundogan of Man City, Leon Goretzka, who's been hailed as this battering ram, who was so good for Bayern Munich and their success in the Champions League last year. And then a front three of Leroy Sani, Timo Werner and Serge Gnabry. I mean, that is as good. Take, I guess, Joshua Kimmich aside, that is probably German. What's wrong with Kimmich? He wasn't even a son. He's been injured. He's been injured. Yeah, he's injured. Uh, it is
1: remarkable, given how dominant Bayern were, and I know this is not a Bayern Munich team by any means, but there are, what, four uh, Bayern Munich players in the Neuer, starting eleven: Neuer,
0: Sule, uh, Goretzka, and Sane. Yeah. And, and so is Na- Gnabry. Gnabry. five.
1: Five, five. So five. Nearly 50% of that starting eleven is Bayern Munich, yeah. and they were dominant in the Champions League. And to see them turned over, I'm looking for reasons. I don't think this would have happened in an international tournament. I I think that there is a degree of going through the motions when a behind closed doors UEFA Nations League fixture is taking place. Not that's not to say that's not to diminish Spain's performance or or Germany's ineptitude. I'm just saying that that needs to be taken into account. The bizarre scorelines that we've been seeing these last four or five months. Also need to be taken into account: Bayern Munich eight, Barcelona two, yeah, uh, Aston Villa seven, Liverpool two. You can name uh, Manchester United one, Tottenham six. You can name a lot of scorelines that you just are not used to seeing, yeah. and there is no doubt that these players have been run ragged. They've been taken from a hectic club schedule to international duty, and lo and behold. I think the lad that scored the hat-trick, Ferran Torres, Ferran Torres it is yeah. not a regular starter for Man City. Perhaps he's a little fresher than some of those legs out there for, that, that have been playing every single match for Manchester City. Um, and it's it's a, it's an interesting looking Spain side as well. I know you've got your stalwarts like Sergio Ramos, but they're going through a little
0: bit of a churn as well. <laughs> yeah, but with the Spanish side. You, you say that, but Nicolas Sula has not been a regular starter for Bayern this season. Ilke Gündogan, far from a regular starter at Man City. Leroy Sani, can can't buy minutes at the moment. It's uh, Serge Gnabry and Kingsley Coman that seem to get the nod at Bayern. So that Germany team has got fresh legs in it as well 6-0 and and listen let's not beat around the bush that Spain team isn't the greatest I've watched Spain a lot recently they're not great shakes either Luis Enrique is building a side a new side there they're not great. Last night, Rob, it was six 0 It was going on ten, and it could have been ten. They had more chances. Germany, that is as well. Germany has nailed it, in. and that's the, the, that. That is a,
1: that is a uniquely un-German thing oh. to do because they are so. You know, you can you roll out all the cliches, but they are the the byword of efficiency, ruthless. They did to Brazil what was done to them last night, but in a weird way, you weren't as surprised. the the only thing that was surprising about what they did to Brazil was the stage, semi-finals of a World Cup, and the fact it was in Brazil. Mm. That made it utterly shocking. But Brazil always had the mental capacity to fold, like a deck of cards. And Germany, you just never
0: imagined would, because of the temperament of their players. Well, exactly that. Very un-German. But then I looked through that side last night, don't see many leaders. And I know that's the old cliche to turn to, but, you know, Gnabry, Werner, Sane. Neuer's a leader. Neuer maybe is. Cruz, is he as vocal as he should be? Certainly the back line, Ginter, Sule, Koch and Max. Not for me, there's no one in there that is a a leader. No Mats Hummels, of course, no Boateng. No one in there that I look to and think, other than Manuel Neuer, it looks to me a bit of a brittle German side. And a a German side that last night (laughs) were given an absolute lesson by Spain a Spain side that will now bounce into that semi-finals of that UEFA UA Nations League they'll probably go straight to the favourites favourites tag with that now of course great results comes great expectation and the rest of it
1: the two best sides in Europe are, are obviously Belgium and France
0: Belgium France yeah yeah that, that, for me, is. But, of course, the other thing that they... Well, France, maybe not, because they are the reigning world champions for Belgium. They still flatter to deceive on truly the biggest stage. yeah They're still untested there, and that's where Robert Martinez... But those, those,
1: they would be the joint favourites for next year's Euros.
0: Correct, yes.
1: And then you've probably got a little posse behind that, Spain, including England. Portugal, England, Spain, yeah. who would just jostle for that kind of Italy. outsider tag, Maybe perhaps. in there but yeah let us know what you made of it if you caught the match um, what you think should happen now in German football we are I think believe going to be crossing over to Germany we are we're we're going
0: to be joined by royalty over there his name is Uli Kohler he works for Sky Germany now this guy is entertaining to say the least he's going to join us in a couple of minutes time to get the take from Germany where does Yogi Lerv go from here is Meza Ozil Thomas Müller Jerome Boateng have they now been handed an olive branch by all of this and maybe call this wishful thinking being a man United fan, but did Germany pick up the phone and, and give Jurgen Klopp <laughs> <laughs> a call? I wonder.
1: Off script, extra time, because sport is never scripted. Now it is time to
0: do something we don't often do, Chris, which is head over to Germany we do indeed yeah we're joined by a legend as well I've messaged a few German friends over here in Dubai and they've said cannot believe we have got this fella Uli Koller is his name he works for Sky Sports over in Germany he joins us live on the line and we say a very good I think it's evening over in Germany to Uli Kohler now how are you Uli are you there Uli oh I've given him the big build up Uli I can tell you it's not me
1: this time around. (laughs) He's definitely there somehow. I was hoping okay, he was there. Okay, we'll see if we can get him back on the line. Uh, Uli Kola, hopefully, will join us momentarily. But- he is
0: very good, is Uli. Let me tell you that. He is very, very good. Very entertaining, is Uli. He's a man that knows his German sport. Obviously, he does. He works for Sky Sports over there. But I'm quite keen to pick his brains on what the fallout over in Germany is after that 6-0 defeat to Spain last night. And the future of Yogi Lerf as well. Because Oliver Bierhoff, who heads up the FA over in Germany, he's come out today to say, nope. We are continuing with Yogi. We want him to stay at least until the end of next is It's like Man years.
1: United and Solskjaer. Yeah, I guess it's it just is. It's a stubborn refusal to accept that you know it was time to move him yeah. on after 2018. I think we've got Uli. Hang on. Is he on line one? Hey. Uli, can you hear us? Yes. Ah, no, it's yeah. Brilliant. Uli, thank you so much for joining us. We're we're really honoured to have you on the show. And, um, well, I guess you're probably still scratching your head <laughs> and trying to figure out how <laughs> Spain managed to put six goals past Germany last night.
2: Uh, I think, yeah, it's, uh, the, it's the highest defeat since 1931. Even myself, I, I haven't been born at these days, you know, so... It's really incredible, and it really scratches the German soul.
0: Uli, can I ask, and I asked Robbie this a little earlier, and he's not German, so you're in the perfect position for this. What has made bigger headlines over in Germany? I'll take you back to 2001. I hate to remind you of this, but Germany won England 5, or Spain 6, Germany 0. What has cut to the soul more?
2: Uh, This defeat uh, is the highest defeat also in the heart of all Germans' football. Because uh, Germans are not used to lose. And the problem is their expectations are always skyrocketing high, which is not fair uh, if if you compare it to other nations. You have to go, I mean, the the English team has to go through a lot of uh, problems, uh, the French, the Spanish, everybody. But the, if the Germans lose, uh, I mean, two years in a row uh, or don't win anything, then uh, the, the world is not in order anymore for German <laughs> uh, football fans.
1: Uli, when you try to disentangle and try and kind of forensically examine why Germany was so woeful last night against, we just talked about it, not the greatest Spain side, certainly not a Spain side that would compare with the World Cup winning side of 2010 or the side that won the Euros a couple of years after that. We've, we've accepted that since the pandemic put, put football behind closed doors, there have been some really crazy results in both club and international football. But with Bayern Munich as champions of Europe and Germany featuring five Bayern Munich players in their starting lineup last night. What is the reason why Germany were so abject, in your view? I'm sure there are multiple ones, but if you could kind of put it all together and come up with an equation, what would it be?
0: You've scared him off. I think right? we've
1: left him speechless. I think we have. Uli?
0: I think we've scared him off again. OK, we've lost him. Maybe we'll I've droned
1: on for far <laughs> too long there. Uli, are you
0: there? No, he's he's not there. He's gone again. He's gone again. Uh, I wanted, and that was a great question, Rob. I, I think I can answer it. What went wrong? Everything. Simple as that. I watched it. Everything went wrong. The the players, the tactics, they conceded one. And listen, I do take the point that we have seen an awful lot of these uh, weird, strange, bizarre, call it what you will results. Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2, case in point. But last night, that was abject. That was a side that downed tools. That was a a result last night that told me, you know what, maybe the Yogi love, Love in. So yeah. you've done there 14 years it's time to fall out of yogi it's love a little bit
1: right well you've answered that question so i'm going to put another <laughs> one to uli uli i will ask you this question <laughs> if you are back with us sorry about that uh chris asked answered my last question but york Lur or love i should say yogi love why yeah. on earth has he not been shown the exit door after this result he surely should have gone after the 2018 world cup debacle shouldn't he
2: um, the, the problem is uh, Jogi Löw was the most, uh, not the most famous, but the most successful coach in history in all over the world. He was reaching semi-final at least for more than 10 years, for decades. So if if there is one, one thing which is not working out, which was uh, definitely his fault because he tried to keep the old players and didn't go for the young ones, Okay, then you give him another chance. And the thing is, it's not a problem. Yogi Löw is now one of the problems of German football, but it's not the, that he's not a good coach. He's a perfect trainer, and he's, a, he's a really uh, his character you have to love. But after all these years, it's I always call it, he's in the Yogi Löw cloud. And uh, there he's explaining himself things. And, this, and the fans don't follow him anymore. He has no impact on the on the German soul. He's he's not the, he cannot transfer the, that we are going to go get some new stuff. And this is the problem in the moment. The players, yeah, the players himself. We have a lot of talented young new players. Only the defense is a little lack there. But uh, so it's you have this. Epic defeats. Yes, there was one of that. It was like the 7 1 from Brazil against Germany yeah. or, or the 8 2 from Bayern against Barcelona. And I think uh, that uh, it's a real, Germany now has a real problem because this young team, they were not real world class, but they were, they were on their way to getting better. Now it's a big defeat also for the for the confidence of the whole team.
0: Uli, can I ask you, does Jörgi Love does he make it through to Euro twenty twenty one next summer? Does he keep his job until then? And if and if Oliver Bierhoff and the German FA were to, to decide to sack him, who is the number one? Who's the number one candidate for the job?
2: Okay, it's. Uh, I think Jogi Löw can only retire, and I think he takes the time to Christmas to think about that. But uh, nobody will fire him, especially the FA is not very keen on that. Uh, a, a coach with you, which was so successful all over the years, it's hard to sack him. But the problem also is in Germany. You maybe can can follow that. Is uh, we have Jürgen Klopp, and he is the he is the role model for, for a, a good coaching, for good management. and uh, But there is only one Jurgen Klopp. You cannot copy him, hmm. and he will not go for Germany. So the, the thing is, uh, the expectations are so skyrocketing high. We don't have anybody. Maybe Ralph Rognick could do it. He has no job in the moment. He wants to get an English club, which is, uh, I don't think, not working out in the moment. But there is not really somebody who can do it. Yeah, The Hansi Flick from Bayern, everybody asking for him, but he refused to do, do jobs at one. You, know, he, you cannot be, uh, in the modern times, coach of Bayern and coach of the national team. So uh, we all are very curious what will happen next. So... But I don't uh, I really I really doubt that Yugi Löf will retire so maybe we have to go through the through the Euro 21 and we'll see after that but then for sure he will be off yeah. On the one hand, if he's successful, he will retire. If he's not successful, <laughs> he will retire as well. <laughs> it, it could
1: be it could be Arsen Wenger and Arsenal all over again, Uli. We're going to watch this space. Yes. And for once, Germany are not. And listen, I'm English, so I hate to say this, but I'm, not, I'm okay with what's going on <laughs> with German football right now, <laughs> Uli. It makes a nice change from watching them win every single international tournament. But listen, we can follow you at Sky underscore Uli on Twitter, okay?
2: Okay, perfect.
1: Yeah, we're going to tell everyone, so, everyone follow. Care. If you any, any, any fans of German football, make sure you give at sky underscore uli a follow. Listen, uli, thanks so much for joining us tonight.
2: Okay, bye bye.
1: Great stuff there from uli collar and I love uh, it. pulling no punches. Pulling no but, punches. But he's right, this is the problem. It's when a manager, and Pep Guardiola's in the same boat, by the way, when he gets to decide his own fate. That's a slippery road that the club
0: goes it down. It certainly is, and I can tell you, in terms of the bookmakers, Stefan Kuntz, five to two favourite, Jurgen Klopp, four to one. Third favourite for the job, Arsene Wenger. Oh, done Frenchman. Interesting. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to
2: DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.